0: Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees Podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host Jo Milmine and this is episode 133, I Ain't Dead. welcome into another episode of the shiny bees podcast how are you i hope you are well since last time i spoke to you which was a few weeks ago now unfortunately for me as is always the case when you go on holiday this always happens doesn't it uh i actually ended up with loba pneumonia about three weeks ago and um i was sick for a couple of weeks before that as well with a really bad cough and a sore throat and all that good stuff and although I'd taken all of my recording equipment with me to do some recording whilst I was away over Chinese New Year visiting Hong Kong and Singapore I didn't get to do any of it because I sounded like, I smoke about 80 a day and um, coughing and spluttering and not any of the good stuff that you want to be hearing when you're listening to the podcast and since then I've been still quite sick and quite tired, in fact this is the second time that I've recorded this episode of I Ain't Dead because the last one I thought it was okay and I recorded it and then I listened back to it and I was just like, what even are you talking about? What is this? This is is rubbish. I can't, can't release this as an episode. It's really bad. So I'm recording it again now for you and I am going to keep it quite short this week just to get back into the swing of things. And because I am still incredibly tired... From being sick and stuff. So, but I'm on the mend. I've had very, very thorough (laughs) treatment. I've had IV antibiotics, which is a little bit over the top, I would say, because it isn't like I couldn't breathe or anything. But they do like to take the drugs incredibly seriously here. So, it has been quite hardcore. But, but that should be me now pretty much fixed up. Although I'm going to be quite tired for a while by all accounts. So yeah, not ideal, not what I had planned to be happening over the holidays and for the first pretty much quarter of the year. But hey-ho, you know, I'm here, I'm still alive, could be a lot worse. So yeah, really pleased to be back and talking to you again. So today I'm just going to keep it super low-key, we're going to have some news and talk a little bit about some stuff that I have managed to get knitted whilst I have been off, what I've been working on in other creative projects, and we'll keep it, as I say quite short this week, just because um, I'm not entirely sure how long my concentration is gonna last for because I feel okay at the time, and then when I revisit afterwards, it's, it's not it's not okay guys, it's, it's not it's not okay. So. Without further ado, grab your brew, grab your knitting and we will crack on with the show. So the first thing I want to mention quickly today is the ongoing conversation around knitting and diversity and inclusion and racism within the knitting community It's been quite hardcore seeing some of the stories of how people have been excluded from various areas and events and places in the community and although we like to think that it's all a lovely, happy, clappy, nice place where everyone's welcome, it's pretty obvious from people's experiences that that's not always been the case. Obviously when a conversation like this goes on, the first place I naturally look to is to myself and my own community around the podcast when it comes to examining like where 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 you're at with things essentially. And although in my head the podcast is open to everyone and everyone's welcome, and you know if we we can all sit around a table together in a pub and and have a bit of a chat and share stories, and have a laugh with our knitting, that's the environment that I want to create, and if that's what you like, then that's my kind of listener promise to you, and th- that's that's what I aim for when I ask myself, is this podcast compatible, is this what I should be talking about? And although I would like to think that everyone is welcome, and in my head they are, obviously listening to what people have said, I've gone back through my own kind of archives, gone back through the people that I've talked to on the show and interviewed, the events that I've been to, the products that I've used and um, the products that I've reviewed for people. And although I never set out to only use products and only interview people from specific groups, I have to say, looking at, You know, looking at the output, looking as an outsider, looking into my podcast instead of the person in the middle of it, it isn't immediately obvious that it is. And I want it to be a place for everyone because actually, when you go to a place or you go to a community or you go to a shop or any kind of group if you don't see people that are like you, if you don't see people you can identify with, if you don't see people that are relatable, that you've got things in common with, then you don't feel welcome. You start to feel that that isn't a place for you. And although that was something that I've never set out to do consciously whatsoever, I can completely see that that's what it looks like. Um, if you're not, you know, within that particular group of people, if you're not To be honest, pretty white. So that's on me. That's not acceptable. It's not good and something that does need to change going forward. And I take responsibility for that and working on that to make sure that the podcast does feel like it's a place for everyone. It is the place that I want it to be and that everyone feels welcome because they all feel represented and feel heard. And that is important. So, I'm going to go away and work on that because it's not something you can kind of fix overnight. It's something that takes ongoing work and commitment and I'm going to go away and look at how best to follow through on making the changes that are necessary uh, so that people do and can feel truly welcome as part of the show. So I hope you'll be able to be a bit patient with me on that because I am figuring this out myself as well. Um but it's something that definitely needs to happen. And I just wanted to kind of acknowledge that as part of the main kind of content of the episode. So I apologise that up to now the show hasn't been as diverse and inclusive as it should have been. And for falling short really of bringing lots of other interesting people and stories to you as the listener. And I'm looking forward to making the necessary changes going forward. So onto some more news then for you. The first thing I want to point you in the direction of is a new podcast interview that I've done with Jess Sands of The Independent Spouse. I quite often get asked by people about my background, how I got into podcasting, what I used to do beforehand and if you've listened from the beginning you'll have picked up quite a lot of that detail to be honest. But I appreciate getting through 130 episodes of uh, plus of histories and, you know, on everyone's list of things to do right now. And if you are interested in hearing about that kind of backstory from me and Jess, then I encourage you to go and check out the latest episode of the Independent Space podcast. It is a podcast that is focused around uh, military spaces and veterans in business. So I'm tick both those boxes if you want to put me in a box. So uh, I was delighted to speak to Jess. She also took some training that I did on podcasting to start this podcast in the first place. So I'm really, really excited that someone who's learned something from me and has gone and started their own podcast and is doing really great work within the military community in general. She's a great interviewee and it's a really good podcast so I'll put a link to that in the show notes but you'll find her over at the theindependentspouse.co.uk so in making stuff news I haven't done an awful lot of knitting of late I've found the whole pneumonia her illness thing quite hard work and I've been working on two projects in particular neither of which have been massively conducive to getting a lot of knitting done when you're a little bit aware with the fairies on various regimens of drugs. So the first one I've been knitting on which I have since last time which is the Beeswax hat by Amy Fandelaar. I am knitting this in dye for yarn, 50% silk, 50% merino yarn it is red. It's decay pattern and the yarn was a gift from Kate of Kate's Twirl. It's beautiful. I've been waiting for the right pattern for ages and I'm really enjoying the pattern. It uses traveling cables to create a honeycomb pattern on the hat itself and the method is really well explained. But I've just found uh, concentration levels have been such that I've not, I've, I've had to repeat, keep repeatedly looking at how to do the different cable, mini cable. I mean, there's only two cable left, cable right. Um, but I've had to keep rereading it and rereading it because I can't remember the order in which I do the stitches. It's only two stitches for each one. It's not like it's hard, but because my concentration just wasn't there at all, I found that quite difficult disappointingly as well, because I had an IV in the crook of my arm for about five of the seven days, the hour and a half I was sat there getting pumped full of all sorts, couldn't actually knit, couldn't had one hand, which is a bit disappointing. So I did some reading of uh, e-books and uh, listened to audible books on my phone instead. And even then I found that quite hard work just to concentrate and just listen without doing something else at the same time. So that is ongoing but not quite finished and disappointingly I think the weather, I think it's definitely spring here now so I don't think I'm going to get to wear that until winter unless it's cold in the UK when I'm back in a couple of weeks for Edinburgh Yarn Festival and if you go into Edinburgh Yarn Festival please send me an email or a message because I want to arrange a meetup I'll be there on Thursday and Friday and around Edinburgh itself on Saturday and I want to make a podcast meetup for listeners of the show because it'd be awesome to hang out with you so do let me know if you are going to be there. I do apologise if you can hear some high-pitched screaming. The place where we live is next to a kindergarten and they're busy playing outside now, so there's really... I don't want to try and make them be quiet just so I can record, so if you hear the odd bit in the background, I do apologise. And the other thing that I've been working on is the Compass Jumper by Tin can Knits. That, again is a quite a complicated thing to be knitting on when you're a little bit aware with the fairies because I'm on the color work yoke at the moment. The pattern itself is not hard to follow it's typical of all tin can patterns in that it's super easy to follow and well explained and all of their patterns have comprehensive tutorials that you can find over on their website to help you be successful at knitting all of their patterns. I'm knitting that particular jumper in Susan Crawford Vintage X Alana DK, which is 100% wool yarn. And the colours are Cornflower, which is a Cornflower Blue, and the contrast colour is Odenil, which is a minty green. It is nice sticky yarn, as you'd expect. Susan's all about Fair Isle, Shetland knitting, colour work, and her yarn is specifically designed to be good for that. So it's nice and sticky and I'm enjoying using a slightly less luxe yarn because the I've knitted a lot of stuff in Merino. So Merino is warm, but I've also worn a few of Susan's samples before at yarn shows when I've helped out or what have you. And it is much, much warmer, I have to say, than Merino. It's a lovely, lovely yarn. So I'm enjoying working on that as well. Again, don't think it's going to be finished for, for to be able to wear this year for anything because it's got warm all of a sudden everywhere. But it should be good to go. <laughs> By winter, so I don't need to rush that so much, I guess, to get that one finished. So, they're the knitting projects that I'm working on, and otherwise, I have been uh, for the last well, probably the last three weeks, it's been a little bit patchy, but I embarked upon a writing project in about mid January that I don't think I've told you about yet. But if you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen it there where I committed to writing 500 words a day for 31 days, which I did achieve. I'm writing a book and I used something called, well, one of my friends did a challenge. It's a 31-day challenge to write 500 words a day. And it's all about developing a writing habit, basically. And the idea being that 500 words a day is easy to do. It's easy not to do. You probably write 500 words a day anyway, but you don't think about it and um he gave it's like an email sequence of a different prompt every day of what to write about jeff goins is the guy if you want to go check that out i'll put a link to it in the show notes and um i didn't use any any of the prompts whatsoever i just decided that i started writing a book on podcasting back last july on a train journey and i wrote i think 3000 words on this train journey And I wanted to write this book and I've just never got round to it because it's always felt like a really big job to do because it's like, I've got to go sit down, I've got to put the time in. Um, So it's not got done until January. And because I was only doing 500 words a day, I was setting a Pomodoro timer to do 25 minutes. And I was using Brain.fm, which is my favorite tool for concentration and focus. Um, listening to Brain FM music and basically doing 25 minutes a day on it. Some days I did 50 because I got really into it and wanted to carry on, but the majority I was doing 25 minutes and writing between 8 and 900 words, just free writing, no editing, no thinking about it. I drafted out some kind of headings of things that I knew I would be writing about that follows the outline of a course that I'm doing on it. Um, I'm producing to help other people do podcasts. And um, I've been writing that. And I'm on 36, I think, thousand words, 37, thousand words now. And I think it's day 38 because I have taken quite a few days off since I got ill just because I don't want to completely ruin it by writing stuff that makes no sense. And I was. Um, at the point where I need to research some things to know the most up-to-date information uh, and I couldn't concentrate for long enough on the screen to actually write the notes but I'm getting, I' I'm, I'm feeling a bit better now, I'm back into that certainly and looking forward to releasing that as a book soon. Because I've done a lot of client work on knitting pattern books um, for quite a few designers, I do know the process for self-publishing and how to get it on Amazon and all that kind of good stuff and all of the steps that need to be gone through so although I'm used to doing it on a knitting pattern book perspective this is a non-fiction book but I mean you know the kind of process is still the same right so I'm working on that really excited I was hoping it would be out by my birthday which is the 18th of March don't think that will be the case now just because I've lost quite a bit of time with being ill but I'm hoping it will be out in April, which would be awesome. Very excited, super excited because um, I think podcasting is one of those things where it's a really democratized method of communicating. And I think it's really powerful as a medium because you can generally reach people where they are doing something else, but you have them for a prolonged period of time. You're not normally competing with something else for attention. People listen to podcasts when they're running, when they're cleaning, when they're driving the longest O-trains in the world. Hi Marguerite. Um, When they're riding horses, when they're doing other stuff, they don't tend to just listen to podcasts as a single activity. And because of that, I find it's a really powerful medium and I feel like the narrative around the medium about how to get started in podcasting, about what to do, how to grow an audience, how to record, all of the tech, all of the tech, uh, it is controlled or dominated by one particular subset of people, which is normally men, normally white men, and you get the odd couple of people talking about it who are women but I don't feel like a lot of the things out there are particularly accessible to someone like me who's a mom and got two kids and running a business and you know moves house every 10 minutes and everything else and managing all of that versus someone who can sit there all day batch out 10 episodes and then send it off to the Philippines to get processed and turn into everything beautiful for them like that doesn't feel particularly easy for a lot of people are accessible. And there's no reason why you can't just get a microphone and just start like Jess did, like other people have done, like I did, you know, and then you can talk to and communicate with people all over the world. And I just feel like there needs to be more voices talking about how to do it and how to do it in an easy way. So people feel that they can go and have a go at it and try it and get their message out in the world. Because It's really important. It's really important that we hear from other people. It's really important that we hear from women. It's really important that we hear from BIPOC. It was really important that we hear from marginalized groups and not just be told how how you've got to do it according to one small set of people who do it a particular way. So yeah I guess I've sat there for a long time thinking I can't talk about this because I'm you know like I've just made it up I didn't know what I was doing I have not I don't have any audio training I'm not an audio engineer and don't know this and I don't know that and it's like well if not you then who like what's your excuse Joe? do you want to help people or not and um, so I basically decided to stop being soft and write the book and, and try and help people get the message women in particular. Get the message out there and um, share with everyone. The, you know, like their expertise and the stories and everything they've got that needs to be shared. So it's my kind of big project at the moment that I'm working on creatively. But I'm interested to hear from you if you are currently doing writing, if you're blogging, maybe and you'd like to write 500 words a day on a blog rather. If you want to write a book, but you've never got round to it. Not that I in any way like totally know what I'm doing. Now I've managed to crank out the all these words just we can all kind of egg each other on and chew each other on and maybe work on it within the community to encourage each other really so give me a shout let me know if you're doing that hop into the facebook group over at shinybees.com forward slash community or wherever, and we'll organise, I'll, I'll make a plan, I'll organise something so we can all kind of cheer each other on and help each other out with um, things that we learn, resources, all that kind of good stuff. So I'll let you know how I get on. Um, I will be looking for some kind of test readers to read through the manuscript when it's done, and, and I've done the kind of first edit on it before it goes off to the editor, because um, I want to make sure it's understandable, First, and uh, editors don't always, you know, if it's a technical subject, they're not necessarily going to know if it makes sense, etc. And for advanced reader reviews and all that kind of good stuff. So exciting, exciting times. Looking forward to it very much. that's all we've got time for this week I hope you've enjoyed the show and a quick catch up it's been good to get back in the saddle I'm looking forward to being back with you again next week but until then have a lovely week happy crafting and I'll speak to you all again soon cheers you've been listening to the shiny bees podcast show notes for this episode can be found on the website at shinybees.com forward slash one three three and if you've enjoyed the show please consider leaving a review on itunes or on your favorite podcatcher to help other people find the show i feel a need to laugh again with you if that's all i need a drink